Hi, and welcome to the Book Talks podcast. It's the podcast where we interview traditionally and self-published authors. What's their book about? What inspired them? Tips and advices that they can give to aspiring writers. What's the story behind the story? In today's episode, we will be talking to Pessy. She is one of the authors of the book, The Tales from the Kingdom of Tonga. Actually, there are three authors, and that's Pessy is one. And her complete name, uh, it's Elisa Pessy Lena Ware, together with her siblings, Lute, and and your brother, Aleke Sanita. Right? It's right. All right. How are you doing today, Miss Pessy? Well, I'm very well. Thank you, James. And for those who know, just a quick tri- trivia, basically Tonga, spelled as T-O-N-G-A, uh, officially named the Kingdom of Tonga, is a Polynesian country and also an archipelago comprising of uh, around 170 islands, which uh, 36 of which or 40 of which are inhabited. Yeah. And uh, basically it's... How would you describe Tonga from a foreigner, Miss Pessy? Yes, like what you said, um, Tonga is a group of little islands. Some, mm-hmm. the bigger ones would have a few villages and um, smaller ones would have one village each. Uh, and then goes to, normally they're surrounded by smaller, yet smaller islands where uh, people nearby bigger islands uh, would use as their um, farms if you like uh, where they they grow vegetables etc and also make go there uh, to do fishing uh, and mm-hmm. then bring home bring to their mm-hmm. homes in the bigger islands yes mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious at the same time excited about your story because this is not this is not your a normal a usual you know autobiography or tell all story this is basically from for those who who, who uh, our our listeners this is basically a story of not only an inspiring one but it's basically a story of we can all relate to because at some point this is a story of of, of a humble beginning and but I let Miss Pessy discuss about that. That tales from the Kingdom of Tonga. What's the book about, Miss Pessy? Well, James, um, I have lived my life longer overseas than I have been in Tonga, uh, mm-hmm. basically because I could grasp mathematics and science. Mm-hmm in my high school growing up. And um, and I seem to have done it very early in life. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, so I left Tonga when I was 15 uh, mm-hmm. to go and um, further my education in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, but major- my classmates were much older. Um, and um, because of that, I, I grew up in... And I was sort of adopted by um, a family in Auckland. Um, mm. The mother was uh, has got a head, sorry, 
Irish background mm-hmm. and uh, the father had Scottish background. Um, so I grew up with their children uh, because they used to come and take me uh, to their home in the weekends. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I sort of understood the difference between our cultures um, growing up there at that stage from 15 mm-hmm. to when I was 20. Um, and uh, and then go back to Tonga for three years. So really the book for me was my story growing up, but it was great having my sister and brother help because they understood the cultural part uh, and they spent more time in Tonga than I did. Uh, so uh, especially my my sister married into nobility, if you like. Um, mm. uh, they were uh, from the uh, monarch uh, mm. that gave rise to Tupou the First. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he, the, um, that monarch at the time chose Tupou the First, Queen Salote's uh, grandfather. Uh, mm-hmm. And so um, even though I knew we had societal standing, uh, mm-hmm. well, that was a monarch that was the king's mm-hmm. uh, line, lineage. And so mm-hmm. that made it very interesting because I could see, even though my parents had connections to the monarch, uh, hers was the actual uh, lineage, her, her husband. And so uh, talking to them, I could understand all that. And then my brother um, had... Uh, was working actually at the time we were writing. Was working in the South Pacific uh, for the United um, for UNESCO, and so mm-hmm. he had knowledge of Europe as well as the Pacific. He was travelling around the Pacific, um, helping all the uh, Polynesians, mainly, uh, um, yeah, helping them um, with their monetary needs and things like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, and also, you know, then I left Tonga and came here to Australia, and um, my husband uh, had a job uh, that entailed traveling around the world. So mm. I, I could see the difference between cultures and appreciate mm-hmm. very much our standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I could see where the Americans came from, uh, I could mm-hmm. understand their background, as, mm-hmm. as well as the poor uh, trying mm-hmm. to uh, work out how to live. So that's where mm-hmm. my understanding came from. And my sister and my brother were very grateful that actually our different uh, perspective of um, of us in the world, mm-hmm. uh, so we were contributing to each other's uh, knowledge, yes. I was about to say that because you know, you you and your siblings are the authors uh, of of this book, and coming from different backgrounds, coming from different perspective, you made a collaboration where not only it, it's basically inspiring, but it's coming from different facets of life so to speak, right? But I'd like to ask you as well, when, when you were traveling, when you um, uh, all around this other, the other countries, 
you you were able to expose yourself to different types of culture. Number one question: What's the what's the Tongan culture that you miss when you were traveling abroad, and what's the most distinct behavior or traits of other cultures that can't be erased into your mind? Um, yes. Um, the humanity mm-hmm. is actually universal. Yeah. Uh, godliness and the history, the geography. You know, we mm-hmm. are supposed, the Polynesians are supposed to have traveled, originated as everyone else from Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. We could see, I could see some of our culture in the Hebrew speaking people um, mm-hmm. around that. And then when, when I traced uh, <laughs> the, uh, the origin and everything, well, it all seems to support that. Uh, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, like some of our culture is similar to the uh, Jews, uh, mm. and then uh, similar to the Japanese as well in mm. the deity uh, as mm-hmm. as our uh, kings and mm-hmm. queens uh, mm-hmm. that they actually were descended from God. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's and then India. A lot of our words are very India sounding. Mm. And mm. Uh, my father's title, Muni, mm. uh, I was um, Googling it to see uh, what, you know, if any other person had put it up on Google. But I was swamped with Indian Munis, and they mm. were for strong people. Well, I have got that in my family, um, mm. you know, in the legend of my origin uh, is that there was someone who just stood out. He was big and strong and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's related to Indian um, mm. folklore. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, traveling around, I could see our features in different mm-hmm. types of people. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the world to me is not that big. Mm-hmm. It, it is really mm-hmm quite small and that there are so many similarities mm-hmm. uh, and then mm-hmm. of course differences depending on your the geography and mm-hmm. the history of mm-hmm. where you're going uh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. well you know you 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 coming from a Tongan background together with your siblings when I was doing a research on your book it is a very obvious it's very obvious that this book was created out of love for kids who really love their parents and really acknowledge their struggles and success as well. Can you talk more about your parents? Um, yes. Um, as you say, I think we were really cuddled in some sense um, because we were not allowed to just wander off like we had a lot of friends come home. We mm-hmm. did not experience their home life because we never went 
left home. We were very mm-hmm. fortunate in that we always had a lot of land surrounding mm-hmm. the parishes in Tonga. Uh, mm-hmm. There was freedom there. So the children used to come and visit us rather than the other way around. And that's what my parents liked. Uh, so they always wanted us around the home. And that's from the records of other uh, priests, other Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, is that they said they knew that we were always around home and that our parents knew where everybody was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then they always felt that we were very special the way they saw our parents bringing us up. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I felt very grateful for that. And mm-hmm. it was, and that's when. Uh, my sister actually went around um, with her daughter interviewing and recording what people that were still alive in 20, mm-hmm. uh, I think I said in the book, about 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, 24, our feeling of being loved. It was what people said they saw mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know we were brought up in a special surround in mm-hmm. special surroundings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. from all sorts of different um yeah, different visitors. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned or on the book uh Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. you also did mention on the book that uh these memoirs are uh written to complement those of my two sisters in an effort to bring to the fore the loving memories of our parents, right? Who brought us into this world and raised us in such marvelous ways under extremely trying circumstances. It is a work of love with the hope that future generations arising from our family tree will gain insight into the value systems that what made us, right? Reflecting on that, I'd like to know what was your vision when the three of you were creating the story? What would you want your audience, your potential readers of this book to get out of from this book? Well, James, that was written by my brother. And the uh, sad thing is, well, we, we decided to have a reunion because we'd been living... Uh, some in Tonga, my sister, mm-hmm. the eldest sister had moved to Australia because she married an mm-hmm. Australian mm-hmm. and I was roaming. <laughs> I mm-hmm. had gone mm-hmm. to go and then, and then I decided to come here. Uh, mm-hmm. So we were living in different surrounds then, mm-hmm. but we decided to get together and my brother was working in Fiji, you know, started that UNESCO sort of thing that he was with. He was working in Tonga, but got a leave so he can come and work overseas. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where we decided to meet. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I thought, so what are we going to talk about? Well, this mm-hmm. might be the chance to start mm-hmm. something. Let's mm-hmm. all bring stories from when we grew okay. up. So I, I sent messages to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I said, and it'd be lovely if we can just write it down. 
uh, and then maybe we can write a book at the end. So my brother sat down, and in the midst of all his, he was so busy traveling around the Pacific, mm -hmm. he wrote, mm -hmm. and he wrote that. That is what he wrote. So mm. I, we just, he died before we got this done. Oh. So I was mm. integrating what he said with what mm -hmm. the two sisters had because mm -hmm. by that time I brought my sister here mm. and was living mm -hmm. with me. So we sort of discussed things. He, she mm -hmm. had done her writing and I had sketched mine. So mm -hmm. I then had to try and fit the whole lot. And that was what mm -hmm. my brother wrote to begin mm -hmm. his section. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, well, the other sisters, my brother, the youngest brother, of course, didn't have much to say <laughs> because he mm -hmm. was still growing up. Uh, mm -hmm. But the other two said, oh, no, we are writing our own. So okay. <laughs> immediately they're out. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. okay. so that was why the only three of us actually doing mm -hmm. the writing. Uh, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Aleki had already done his writing. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it was up to me. I was coordinating all of this. So it was up to me to weave it in to mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. my sister and I had worked out. I worked mm -hmm. out the, how to put it together. Her English mm -hmm. is good in the Tongan, from the Tongan point of view. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was the one who had a bit more language. And mm -hmm. so I could put them together. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I did the background re research for it. Yeah, so that's what my brother and it was exactly how we, how we felt when we mm -hmm. read that. I knew that that mm -hmm. was that had to go in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the full sum of it. Mm. The the, yeah, the, the one just, one unique yeah. thing about the story is that it's all inspiring. But I, I'd like to know, and for the information of our, our listeners as well, that you're currently not in Tonga, right? No. You are in you you I are in Melbourne. Melbourne. You're in Melbourne, yeah. Australia, right now. Okay. Uh, just for the information of everyone, and they can Google this one as well. Tonga is a very beautiful island. In general, I mean, if. If COVID lockdowns, if I if I, I think if I'm given a chance to be locked down in a place, uh, I would want to be in places like Tonga because it's it's beautiful, right? It beautiful. I mean, it yeah, is beautiful. And, um, tropical. I tried. Tropics. Yeah, I tried exactly. I tried to portray that in color, and I am very disappointed that my mm. the one that is actually uh, out is. Is the black and white because yes. I couldn't afford. Yeah, to it would pay be very expensive for, for the book uh, if yeah, it's well, going to be I like. Got uh, it in yeah. color. I got it in color. I got it okay. published here uh, in blurb.com. Mm. Oh, okay. I couldn't afford, and people couldn't afford to buy at a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes. Each. Yes. I mean, so memoirs. I, yeah. I just did. Yeah, I just bought uh, some to give my family. Mm. Do you yeah, have a website and, for the uh, book? Yes, it's just okay. Uh, blurb dot com with the same name. Okay. Uh, but uh, if you like, I will uh, try and I gave it to um, I gave it to you a link uh, uh -huh. and begged them to please have a branch a link to it. 
and, okay. and uh, okay. during my during my um, uh, yeah, my in, my talk with them, I had begged them to put it in, but I doubt mm-hmm. that it is. Yeah, are I these pictures? The beginning, but are the these pictures, pictures into your color. website? Um, they are, but they are not in color. Mm, okay, you, I'm okay. very disappointed with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. We can actually correct that. I mean, I can just tell them that you can. You would oh, want that. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I would yes. love to have it connected. Yes, uh, yes, we, we can do that. It is actually. Yeah, that is that makes me really homesick when I see that. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand that. And but I, I, I'm just wondering, coming from a Polynesian background, okay. You are when and then you travel, experience the world. Have you, of course, you know, as aside from the benefits, aside from the, you know, getting to know the other culture, have you in any way experienced what people in America experience? Like, if you are coming from a, of a minority background, that you have experienced such, you know, such a, such unkindness. Really, thank you, thank you for asking me. Um, I feel. Um, I feel very privileged that even my people think I am, where is this person from? So I go, I now am a leader here in our ex-Tonga High School mm-hmm. um, ex-students. Mm-hmm. And I go to the meeting and, and a lot of them would say, where is this person from? Uh, she doesn't look Tongan, even though I'm mm-hmm. very Tongan in my skin color and mm-hmm. and all that. And mm-hmm. my daughter, who looks like a Tongan, uh, mm-hmm. tells me that one of my daughters tells me, mm-hmm. oh, both of them have told me that uh, people couldn't work out where they're from. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. um, mm-hmm. So I think it may be my mannerism or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I do look Tongan, I think. <laughs> mm, <okay. laughs> I mean, my my parents are pure Tongans. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I I, um, I think it's mannerism. Uh, and does that answer what you... Yeah, but by the way, I am back now uh, with the Tongans because they approached me to belong to the Tongan High School ex-students, which is really... Big. Now there's so many people, and the mm-hmm. school has 1,300 students now because mm-hmm. so many people was, you know, just they just wanted their children to go there. But it was a very mm-hmm. small. We, there are only 20 students mm-hmm. intake when I went, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was therefore. And because it was so competitive to get there. They sort of wrangle things and uh, mm. added students. So now the school is, you know, population is big. And mm-hmm. so they're trying mm-hmm. to look for the elderly, <laughs> for the old okay. students. <laughs> okay. And I am one uh, of the old students. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, after this lockdown, do you plan to go back to Tonga? Um, I I think I will because if, if um, they're okay, COVID mm-hmm. is hardly there, even though they do distancing of a sort. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in um, 75, uh, 75th year of the school, which is um, next year, 
Uh, they're mm-hmm. planning a big celebration. So, of course, I'll go if it's safe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for that, when they open the hall, the school hall, and, uh, yeah, and it always happens with the king's birthday around that time. So the last time I went was the king's birthday, which I had an invitation to. And mm-hmm. uh, so it happens at around the time we celebrate the beginning of our school. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, in your so family I'm, tree, like like with the with the younger generation right now, I I think they are fully they they do know that this book exists. And uh, what's their take on it? Like the the younger ones in your generation in your in your family? No, they're too busy with their lives. All right, really? Okay. Uh, yes, there's one young artist and, and uh. one my elder sister's um, mm. children quite mm-hmm. are quite arty. And Sione, mm-hmm. who is the middle son, is very mm-hmm. arty and has been to Tonga a lot. And mm-hmm. he is um, he is the curator of the Pacific Art Centre Museum here, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and travels to Tonga often, mm-hmm. or you know more than the others. My daughter has gone there because mm-hmm. her grandfather used to love the grandparents. Used to just <laughs> they loved her so much, and so mm-hmm. um, even though her um, my uh, grand uh, oh yes. The father's side are now in Auckland, mostly. Um, they're all living there, but the parents have passed away. And, oh. um, yeah. So the connection is there because we do have a fair number of Tongans here now, but Sydney mm-hmm. is where they are in Melbourne, in um, Australia, and Auckland mainly is where they are, the Tongans are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, they're, they're well accepted there. Uh, but for me, I, I, I think if I was in Queensland, I remember my first, the first time I sort of realized that I am, you know, I had that feeling that people are looking at me thinking, oh, she's from some, she's an Aborigine or something, something like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I don't feel it at all here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that was that experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I could, I could, yeah, and that was in the early days of my marriage to David. But you know, I went to see the doctor there, and the, I saw the eyes of people were sort of looking at me differently. <laughs> Whereas mm-hmm. here, I just thought, you know, I'm going mm-hmm. to the doctor just like anybody else, uh, sort of thing. But so, I, so you're saying a, you're saying that you have not. Experience, experience any types no. of, of of derogatory treatments? Not here. Uh, Not okay. here at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. I am the leader in our church, for example, mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is wow. an Anglican church. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I am a warden. Mm-hmm. I am, yeah, and things like that. Yeah, it's um, when I'm in, the, yeah, I have been, um, I was a warden. I was not a warden, I was a treasurer. Assistant treasurer in Canberra mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. when we were there, yeah. Uh, and always teaching, you meet a lot of people. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was mm-hmm. teaching in all all European background people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it's and not. You see, we don't have many Aborigines here. Oh, that was my experience with teaching. I did not mm-hmm. teach, and I mentioned that in the book. Also, mm-hmm. I had not. I did see Aboriginal girls, two Aboriginal girls in my first school, but no Aboriginal people when where mm-hmm. I was first. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. where I am, um, I, and that was very interesting in researching my second my booklet for church. Mm-hmm. You know how the Aborigines were treated and all that. So that was an experience mm-hmm. looking into the the background of the Aborigines and the treatment they got. Yeah, which mm-hmm. makes me really sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but coming from because you 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 discussed heavily on the book, and I'm going to ask you this anyway. What? How did geography and the the history in the Kingdom of Tonga? played a major role out of your family tree? Um, well, where my mom uh, grew up, mm-hmm. uh, her, her father had a sister and older brother. So the sister married a German. You can imagine this island which is a tourist island now, yeah. where they mm-hmm. people go from here to see whales. Mm-hmm. I've had some mm-hmm. people from church tell me that they went to look at whales. They went swimming with whales. Mm-hmm. And I said, where? And they gave my mum's island. And actually, where that, uh, where you stay to go watching whales is where my mum's burial ground is. And uh, they just cleared, the Germans cleared every vestige of that and put the Mm -hmm. tourist stuff there to go. I was really sad when, and then one of our relatives went and dug up our, some of our uh, ancestors and moved Mm -hmm. them to the mound where Mm A prince <laughs> died, <laughs> and he, he was buried there. I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, um, my mum is from the the sort of the higher type people from that island. My dad is from his island, the representative mm-hmm. for the king when he goes there. Mm-hmm. And my mum is the representing for the king if he goes to the other island. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's interesting. Yeah, but so, but uh, did you say uh, you said earlier, uh, or, or I don't know if you got I got it correctly, but y- your sister was married to uh, uh, in the, in, with, the with the family. monarch, the royal family, lineage, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. It was the last of that, so there are three, you know, and I mentioned it there too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if you like the first line, uh, and uh-huh. then because they didn't want. That person was too godly. They didn't want mm-hmm. them to be running around doing all the ruling. So they would have mm-hmm. the next lineage to do all the working. In other words, they're just the nobles to do mm-hmm. all the running around. And then they choose one of them 
to be their mm. working person. And then that's how it moved from the real lineage to Queen Salote's grandfather because he was mm-hmm. good at running around doing mm. work uh, mm-hmm. and very good leader. And so uh, so mm. that's how it went from that family to this family now, the lineage mm. now. And they respect that family because they know it was given to them. By, because he, that leader was mm. a peace-loving person and he mm. saw all the, you know, now all the cousins are going to fight and all the brothers are going to fight. And mm-hmm. he sort of let them know that he's going. He's, his pick will be that man. And so, mm. yeah, so now, so the, yeah, so the king now is there because of mm-hmm. it. And of mm-hmm. course, everyone knows. Mm. And so when mm. my sister's son just died about two or three weeks ago, uh, oh. It was a huge, huge. He he was the only one left in Tonga, because he he did not like the way of life here. He would come, mm-hmm. but then just always mm-hmm. went back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was he was a lowly, very lovable person, mm-hmm. and they treated him like the king. Um, the way he's and that's in a video. And I thought that might help give you the sort of feeling of people, the love that he got when he passed away, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, just every, every group uh, attended so that mm-hmm. he was, he died on a sun on a Saturday, no, Friday mm-hmm. night. They started arriving there every Friday, every night, every mm-hmm. evening, a whole group of people would come to sing mm-hmm. and pray at the mm-hmm. home of the noble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, the, his um, father's brother was a noble, mm-hmm. and uh, so they were hosting all the visitors. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah. really gives so, will give you some idea of the mm-hmm. of the respect yeah. people had and the love, the ritual, the, yeah, and the and the, yeah, the compassion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which is uh, not uh, like here, you know. And this yes. is, they had got COVID there. Uh, you know, distancing, but this is, but mm-hmm. no, not, I don't know if anybody has had COVID, but to mm-hmm. watch them, they're supposed to be distancing, and I just thought, no, it would be so hard there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, you being influenced by other cultures because of your exposure to other cultures uh, uh, versus you having this uh, uh, Tongan uh, uh, culture, um was there any um, um, way of life or behaviors or routines that have changed over time because of your exposure to other cultures? Yes, I think so. Yeah, the fact I I think because my personality is is not really like everybody. You know, we all have our different are different personalities, not because yeah. it is cultural. <laughs> no, yes, yes, I, I agree, I, I agree. <laughs> but it's not sisters, solely based on culture, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. The, the sisters uh, that did not want to join us writing is because mm-hmm. the eldest is so bossy. She's the only one who knows anything. Mm. And, you know, being the eldest, I get of course, that. the Tongans always 
worship the elders, or she's the ruler yep. of the family. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I said to the other two, I know her position, mm-hmm. but I, I can never, in, you know, if we go visiting as a family, I never get a word in um, because she knows everything. And so, as, and as soon as the book was, but she is really, she's a loving person. But there's mm-hmm. just this thing, she's the boss, she knows all uh, mm-hmm. it, when mm-hmm. it comes to family. So, mm-hmm. so this thing about, yeah. Why am I talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's actually actually it's uh it's uh, uh for me. Yeah, that's a conflict it, in the family. Yeah, it, it's 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 important to know that you know number one attitudes are not solely based on cultures, though it can influence. No. Yeah. Right. No. Um. But also, it it's it's I appreciate that that you are you know you you are presenting the family as not. Not perfect, but no. You know, you are also a united front at the same time, and I appreciate well, that. Well, yes. I mean, with this huge, um, here yeah, the funeral, we were uh, all we had. You know, we all felt we wanted to contribute because, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's our sister's son, eldest son. Yes. So yes. all of us contributed and all that. So that was a time of coming together. And often, yes. and I got very sick. She was mm-hmm. so loving. and uh, So I know she is loving, but she had mm-hmm. this thing about being the eldest and that she knows everything. I don't know anything. And <laughs> especially mm-hmm. me, because my mm-hmm. Luther is always, uh, you know, she's sort of just, she's not pushy or anything. She's a easy person. And mm-hmm. so she can understand where I come from, and she mm-hmm. can understand the bossy one as well. So we just try mm-hmm. and go along yeah. when mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to. But sometimes mm-hmm. I rebel and I just don't mm-hmm. speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I don't, exactly. I don't fight. I just mm-hmm. accept my position. I'm number three. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how we get mm-hmm. on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's, you know, there's always unity in diversity, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, but again, the... Uh, Tales from the Kingdom of Tonga. Uh, uh, now again, it's available on Amazon. Um, I'd like to ask you this: uh, How would you sell, or how would you encourage, or how would you pitch this book to people that of of uh, of an African American background, of an Asian background, of of an American background, a European background? How would you present it to them? This book. Well, if um, I do have a few Indian friends, mm-hmm. and um, tra- I have traveled extensively in the Asian countries, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so basically, when I sometimes go by train, when I need to go to the center of the city, um, it's hard to find a car park, so I often take the train. And mm-hmm. I sit down and I immediately, the uh, Filipinos mm-hmm. here uh, in, in Melbourne, they think I'm Filipino and start talking mm-hmm. to me in Filipino. And I know my sisters mm-hmm. have had the same experience. 
And mm-hmm. I just, and then when I said, I, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Well, my daughter went to the Philippines and I could have told her, please don't go because they will think you <laughs> put on air because you don't mm-hmm. speak to them in mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get the yeah. point. I get that. Uh, and she, I get she that. Was married, yeah. yeah, she's married to a Dutch Australian. And they mm-hmm. went, uh, you know, she because she doesn't know anything. She didn't know anything about this racial friction. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. they went there, and she hated it. She cried because people would swear to her not speaking Filipino, mm-hmm. <laughs> and wouldn't, you know, she is a lawyer, and she, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't know anything about all this. She was young, mm-hmm. and this was mm-hmm. their uh, honeymoon. <laughs> mm, okay. to go to the Filipino. She just told me and I thought, oh no. Yeah, so <laughs> that was the experience from you know, that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. um yeah. Um, wow, uh, um, no. <laughs> it it could be it could be daunting sometimes because you, you know just because you're of uh, the same, so especially you're brown and look yeah, similar. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly because you're you're brown in color. Of course, uh, um, Indonesia, uh, uh, um, uh, Philippines, Samoa. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. We could those be are any one of those. Yes, exactly, exactly, yeah. and uh, unlike yeah, and my grandchildren, <laughs> my grandchildren, mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to educate my my eldest grandchild, uh, granddaughter, mm-hmm. because I brought her up. That's another story. Uh, and um, firstly, <laughs> in Canberra, everyone stopped me and asked me, "Oh, she's so cute." Did you uh, breastfeed her? <laughs> <laughs> and this was from wheeling her around. And then, okay. and then when she started talking, and then she went to school, and they asked her where she came from. Uh, mm. But she, the, the girls, uh, sort of, yeah, they look, yeah, to me, they just look like any mm-hmm. British or whatever. They're they're very they're pale colored. <laughs> Uh, but mm-hmm. you can see that they have got some sort of mix. And mm-hmm. so I couldn't explain they're from Tonga because they had no idea at the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, the school they went to didn't have any mm-hmm. mixed colored sort of people. And mm-hmm. so the only, but she had heard of the Hawaiians. So mm-hmm. I said, oh, you know, sort of like Hawaii. So she told everybody yeah. she was from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they are slim. And, Hawaii is uh, a good description. Hawaii, Hawaii yeah, is a good so, comparison to Tonga. In comparison. Yeah. So, yeah. for quite, yeah, until she actually could read, she was mm-hmm. a Hawaiian. So, she told everybody <laughs> she was Hawaiian. Yeah. So, she wow. had no oh, idea yeah. about Tonga. But then I took mm-hmm. her to. Uh, I took her to New Zealand, to Auckland, mm-hmm. and then she saw the difference, yeah. So, mm-hmm. And then she was older anyway. But it's mm-hmm. about six to about ten, she was known as the Hawaiian girl. <laughs> mm, okay. I bet yeah. she could read, yeah. Well, people who have read your book, uh, friends, family members, your peers, your community, what are the common comments that they have about your book? That they just love it, yeah, and they haven't described, uh, but uh, except yeah, like a, a church minister mm-hmm. explained to my sister, 
that she cried the whole time reading the book because uh, he could place himself in it and feel yeah. had the, the fear mm. of the book. And same mm-hmm. with anyone who has read it, like um, an uncle, or no, a cousin in Tonga. Mm-hmm. Three times removed, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, in the tree. His 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 um, his lineage is there, connected to ours. And he mm-hmm. sent a message saying how he loved it. He loved everything about it, the lineage, the background, and everything. But then mm-hmm. he he and his family are very well educated. A lot of them mm-hmm. live in New Zealand. So, mm-hmm. people like that, they really appreciate the uh- history. Yeah. I think that's going to be the common uh, um, response or common comment because I would agree. Your story, no matter what type of ethnicity or cultural background you came from, you could really have a relatable story here. Which, um, and I'd like to tell this to you, have you considered turning this into like a... Like a um, um, maybe like a, a short story, like a like a, a movie presentation, or a, you know, um, uh, not only for a book, you know, not only for like an audio format uh, as well, but in a in a movie form. Because I've I've seen a lot of memoirs that have uh, that have uh, turned into from a manuscript to a published book to an actual movie. Well, um, that is, thank you for the compliment. Uh, I, yes, I would love to. At first, uh, it was scary, and I didn't know the implications. Mm-hmm. But now, I think it's timely because of all the conflict happening, and yes. there is a turning of the tide, I mm-hmm. feel. Uh, there, of yes. course, there are still a lot of people who just have no time to look at anything different to them. Exactly. Um, different from them. Um, so, but that will be, that is always around, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. we're all yeah. what we are, we are all different, but we do yes. have commonalities. And mm-hmm. I feel it is timely. People are more acceptable now to mm-hmm. admit that there are variations to the story, <laughs> yes, to the yes. history of the world, that mm-hmm. actually the world is inhabited by different sorts of people, or people yes. have evolved from the one, mm-hmm. all came mm-hmm. from the same area, mm-hmm. yeah, but mm-hmm. we are just going off and depending on our surroundings and, and things like that, but basically humans have the same feelings exactly so we've got we've got different you know it's just in religion we (laughs) we believe in god but we have different Mm -hmm. religions yes it's just Mm -hmm. a variety yeah Mm -hmm. of um a human race Mm -hmm. and i I would like to say that i'm sorry go ahead yeah no i just feel that now i'm more accepting of that Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, at first, I was a bit fearful. I thought, oh, especially if some Americans look at it, they'll yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. turn it to their story and just mm-hmm. what they like. And mm-hmm. then, But now, to me, you know, I'm getting older. 
I would mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. to be a yeah. story that sort of, um, yeah, points mm-hmm. out our commonality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in, you know. I think people are more accepting now of different cultures of different backgrounds. Yeah, I, that's what I feel. There have been too much fight about that mm-hmm. to prove mm-hmm. who is the Lord, who is yes. the king, and yes. who are the slaves and state yeah. lady, and mm-hmm. we'll just rule you. Uh, now mm-hmm. they see, oh, humanity is for, yeah, people are more kinder. I mean, the majority, mm-hmm. I think, can see mm-hmm. that they're good in everybody. And not just mm-hmm. some of us were chosen to be just perfect. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we don't get yeah, yeah. undone yeah. about those at, at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Let them mm-hmm. just crawl around trying to find food. <laughs> and we'll just fly around. Mm, yeah, yes, yes. Telling them I what think... to do. Uh, fly out of this world, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's just go out there and have a look down at our planet. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the internet on. have played a, a very uh, important part to I, I do think so. I do unite think everybody, so. to, to make people yeah. aware of what... Uh, a Japanese background is what uh, what a brown culture is like. What what uh, yeah. an, um, uh, you know because sometimes, and it's also sad, even though it it uh, you know, uh, internet uh, um, you know brought the 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 reality of light to to different uh, uh, background. It also uh, that's why I I would say that your book is very timely. Uh, your book is very relatable. Your book needs to be in a movie form because um, there's such divisiveness as well at the same time. Even though people are aware of the different cultural backgrounds, different ethnicities, um, you know, it's such it's such a, a sad story to to see on 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 the internet that you know the, there's still at at this stage okay. at this modern age that there's there's still you know, divisiveness, cultural cultural divisiveness still, even though how yes. advanced we are, right? Yeah, yeah, well said, yes. That's how yeah. I look at it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if it can help, um, yeah, I think it, it is a good idea if, if it can be done. So that's why yeah. I changed, even though I was, yeah, most of the time when people publishers were pitching to me. Um, mm-hmm. They they pitched with that, and I was I, I was afraid. <laughs> and mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I'm not. I I thought no, mm-hmm. I don't have anything to lose. It's just yeah. put it out there. Yeah. So if it happens, it you know one of <laughs> what, what, yeah one of my one of my mentors say that if you do have a problem with. Uh, a culture that is different from yours, then you are the problem. It's not the culture, <laughs> right? Right. That so, is one way of looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and and as we wind down this interview, uh, Pessy, what what do you want readers to understand and to get out of from your book? Well, um, yeah, I, I think that the world is small 
And uh, if you look down from up above and everybody, mm-hmm. everybody toiling just mm-hmm. to love their family, love their kids, their grandkids, running around preparing for them and, you know, for feeding them and giving them the best. We are basically human. Uh, mm-hmm. We have, some of us have godliness, some haven't. And mm-hmm. um, the geography, if you can follow the history and the geography um, of how the different civilizations evolved, mm-hmm. I think knowing that this world is actually small and we are a small bit of it, mm-hmm. um, and each culture has should be allowed to develop, and most people will see mm-hmm. that we are united in a lot of ways. We are, yeah. yes, um, mm. the history, geography, and everything, how we mm-hmm. evolved and societal traditions, etc., suited the sort of places we were mm-hmm. growing up in. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yes, so it's a rich mm. tapestry of connections mm. and experiences mm-hmm. uh, that we hope, that I hoped would would come out and just mm-hmm. help in uniting the mm-hmm. different races and different peoples mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the exact word, tapestry of connections. Because uh, one thing, and I thank you so much for, for your time and thank you for this wonderful book. One thing that I've learned and that I can uh, take, it may take away for, for, for this wonderful uh, story, wonderful book of yours is that you know, life's too short to prioritize divisiveness. Life's too short to, uh, n- you know, to 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 not see each other eye to eye just because we're of different cultures, we're of different dialects, we're of different backgrounds, right? I, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are summarizing how I view this. Yeah. I my view of of all of us from different cultures, that mm-hmm. there are many things that unite us and mm-hmm. um, we should be more accepting. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I will suggest uh, uh, out of this uh, Pessy is that I would want you to talk more about your book, but if there's a chance that you will get, you'll get to talk more from different audience on different platforms, then, mm-hmm. you know, that, that will be a perfect, time to discuss what the story is about as they say you know there, there's there's hundreds and thousands of, of memoirs on on that you can mm-hmm. see online but when mm-hmm. you talk more about your story when you talk more about your book it basically uh, uh, lure people in get them interested of, of what's you know there, there's always that question what's in it for me so basically yeah. you 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 draw them into you know by by you talking more about your book you basically get more audience and that's basically how how it you know it's it's it how how a, a um a, a book that not only it becomes famous but it has a greater impact to a a, a society will get started right mm-hmm. well yeah thank you thank you for encouragement um, and yeah. is there anything else that you would want to discuss? I think we've covered uh, it all. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think you have prompted me <laughs> to actually yeah. open up about what I feel when I when I think back about the story, uh, because in preparation to talk to you, um, I sort of had a, another little look at the book, and I thought, yeah, I did put in a lot of thought um, into these sorts of things. And so and now I'm wiser <laughs> after mm-hmm. all the years of thinking about the book. Um, yeah, looking at it, and, and then now with all this, you know, with all the uh, the different methods of exposing, uh, the, and, I, and I see all the unrest happening in the states yeah. and mm-hmm. from different countries, and you know, then the Olympics, and the same thing happens. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't. Well, there were acts of love between the competitors, and that was mm-hmm. great to see. But yes. when you have some some countries, all they were interested in is oh, they're number one in the world. Mm. You know that's ugly and that's mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and yeah. with with the with uh, I, I I it's funny how you why, why you 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 discuss about the Olympics because there's one Tongan guy there. Who did you saw? Uh, have you watched the the opening of the Olympics? He's he's the guy yeah, that <laughs> so the the, the, the muscular <laughs> the muscular oily body guy. So <laughs> yes, that is what you do when you are, you know, when you want to expose, when you want to um, yeah, to spread to the girls. It's like preening for you know to show off to the girls. So, you know, you have a dance party and then they'll do mm. that. For the girls, mm. you'll have a lot of oil. And then they said they were baby oil, which is the photographers <laughs> will look in a gas. It's not. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. has to be coconut oil. And that's why it's shiny. It, yes, and, yes, yes. And, and yeah, <laughs> it's not just go and pour a bottle of baby oil on you. <laughs> so it's not baby oil. It's, it should be it's, it's coconut oil. Okay. It's a special oil that they toil yeah. to make. Mm-hmm, yeah, so you mm-hmm. sit over the fire mm-hmm. for ages swirling mm-hmm. the coconut I've seen, oil. I've seen comments. Yeah, I've seen comments on that on, on, on the internet that uh, that person should already have a gold medal by, by, by having that body. <laughs> yes, well... Yes, I think he had the body, and so he was just <laughs> breathing himself and letting go. And yeah. I don't even know what he performed. It was some mm-hmm. very small things uh, that he found. He just wanted to be in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know what he. I don't know what he was hoping to. But of course, he exposed himself as being the handsome, <laughs> perfect-looking exactly. young man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I I really thank you so much for your time. I enjoyed talking to you, and I look forward in talking to you more about your book. Oh, thank you so much, James. Thank you for hearing me out. I may have just gone off in different in no. different directions, but yeah. I no, I don't. You. I I won't change anything from our discussion. I won't change anything. Okay, it's perfect. Uh, and thank you so much for your time. And uh, this has been James thank from the Book Talks your... Podcast.
You have a great day now. Thank you for you. Thank you. Bye for Bye. now. Bye.